here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Welcome back again to the Dharmic Evolution. Thanks for being here, everybody around the world. I love you guys. Hey, if you're digging the Dharmic Evolution podcast, please subscribe to this show so when a new episode comes out, it goes right to your phone. And you can do that by going to dharmicevolution.com and just hit whatever platform you like. Spotify seems to be really hot these days, uh, but Apple and Pandora and all the others are on there as well. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's show, we had Alan Stein Jr., thought leader, author, speaker, um, coach. He does so many things, really, really brilliant man. And um, he actually um, hooked up with Kobe Bryant um, quite a long time ago and witnessed one of Kobe's um, pre-session basketball warm-up practices which was kind of an unbelievable, heartwarming story. We actually recorded his broadcast three days before the tragic passing of Kobe. So I think you'll find this story very uh, heartwarming. And uh, Alan has a lot of really valuable tips, tricks, all about coaching, all about things that you can use. And it all comes down to fundamentals and the basics. Check that show out. But today is the technology show, and I want to get into some things that are really important that are happening very, very quickly in our world as creators, as authors, as artists, and the media, what is going on with technology. So I want to cover streaming. I want to talk about Apple and my personal love-hate relationship with them, and and I suppose many of you have that same uh, thing going on, why you should not buy an iPhone X. Uh, even though the price has plummeted and why. We'll talk about streaming for cable TV and also 5G and artificial intelligence and how they are interconnected and interrelated and how it's going to affect your life moving forward. So you better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today from the Music City on the Dharmic Evolution Podcast. Yeah, so I do some digging around and I follow technology and different things. And I have this one uh, advisory service, this is like an investment letter. And they talked a lot about streaming and Spotify in particular. And the original article, I think, was by Alan Gula, uh, if I'm saying it right, G-U-L-A. And um, I follow Steve Sugarard on this and uh, Sugarood, I think it is. Yes, yeah, Steve Sugarood. And he's a really brilliant guy. I really admire his work and kind of check in on what he's up to and what he's looking at. And he's a guitar player, too. Maybe we'll get him on the show one of these days. But anyway, they uh, featured uh, Spotify in this, this little blurb. And I thought it was very, very interesting because as many of you musical people probably have the same paradigms that I have as far as you love streaming for the convenience, but you hate it as an artist because of the the mere pittance that they pay out as far as royalty streams. So as artists, we have to kind of spin that and figure out ways, how can we use that um, to promote our brand or music? So it kind of changed the game. 
So we have to rethink all that. But that's another conversation for another time. Right now, I want to just talk about how you know Spotify has grown so quickly. And I remember them uh, reaching out to me. I was like a year and a half ago, maybe, I guess about a year and a half. And they said, hey, we're getting into the podcast arena. We want you to be one of our, um, you know, podcast people. So they, they did that to everybody, obviously, because they wanted to be um, a big player in that market. So they have 248 million active users worldwide, and it's grown its user base by 22% compound annual growth rate over the past three years. That's pretty phenomenal. Um, since its launch, they have grown much larger and faster than their main competitors, Apple Music and Pandora. Although consumer electronics giant Apple is much, much larger in company size, its streaming service is trailing Spotify. You see, Spotify has this one major advantage over Apple Music. Spotify is hardware agnostic. You can use the Spotify app on your Apple iPhone or Android or Android smartphone. It also works well with various smart speakers like the Google Home, Amazon Echo, and Sonos Home Theater systems. In contrast, Google Home doesn't support Apple Music as its native music streaming service. Amazon's Echo doesn't have Apple Music by default either. You can use Apple Music on your Echo, but you must stream it from your smartphone via Bluetooth. Or, you know, it's kind of a more difficult process to make that happen. The main reasons for these inconveniences is simple. Apple is first and foremost a hardware company. The company wants access to Apple Music to be a big reason to buy an iPhone, iPad, MacBook, or HomePod smart speaker. Spotify, on the other hand, is a user-focused software company. It doesn't sell any hardware. It just wants to provide seamless integrations to as many platforms as possible. In short, Spotify's streaming service has a leg up on its competitors, and that will likely help drive future growth. Those are just a few of the many reasons why Spotify is kind of in the driver's seat for some of these things. There it is, percolating away. That's my uh, love-hate relationship music with Apple. Do any of you people have that? Like I have it? Or am I the only one? It's, you know, they're a great product. Uh, they've done, like, they've pioneered so many wonderful things. However, it's really frustrating when you got everything working just right and there's a software upgrade that throws everything out the window, whether it's some other, you know, plugin that I have and I'm using Logic and now nothing is working right. And we go from Thunderbolt to Lightning Bolt to, you know, there's all these different apparatuses that they put on their equipment constantly changing it. So nothing integrates. Like if you had, you know, an older model, like I upgraded my iMac uh, last year, I believe. And it wasn't until I, I didn't even think about it. I got it home and said, there's no CD player in this thing. And I gave my old iMac, which was working beautifully to my son, and it has the CD drive in the side of it, which I love because there's so many files. And just if I want to you know, grab a CD out of my library and pop it on there and maybe download and, and um, create some files, you know, I want to take on the road with me, my music, 
I don't have to constantly rely on iTunes, which is another nightmare at times where it's not syncing properly. It doesn't agree with the last software update. And I've had my, I guess I had the iPhone 8 and um, it will not even update anymore. So I have to make a trip into the Apple store and sit there and, you know, we're going to have to chat and discuss and bring the iPad and the iPhone <laughs> and the MacBook Pro because that has some issues. Um, I have to say that their online support is really, really good. If you're a Logic user, you know what you know what I'm talking about. Um, they have some really skilled and talented people who work in the Logic world who are very, very knowledgeable and have helped me out many times. Um, and I always come away with obviously more education and up my game on the platform. So I do appreciate that. But um, it's just it's just frustrating at times because I hate that I have all of my music tied to one company. You know, I have so many things that I do that are tied to the Apple world. So I guess that makes me a little bit concerned, you know. Uh, meanwhile, they just keep on keeping on. By the way, if you're thinking of buying a new iPhone, I just got this little... Um, this little marketing email sent to me from eBay, of all places, which I don't really use, but I guess I'm, I'm on their list. I mean, you know what kind of list I'm talking about. You're on everybody's list too, right? How many emails you get a day that you have to delete? It, it's getting insane. But anyway, the iPhone 10 is now on sale for $389.99. Do not buy it. Please don't buy it. And the reason is that, you know, it was marked down from $599. And wasn't it just like not even a year ago, these things were going for over a grand? Am I right? I think I'm right. And the reason is they're cleaning house because 5G is going to be such a dominant force that um, the new phones that they're selling now are going to be like pretty much trash. You won't be able to access any of the 5G networks um, using anything but a 5G phone. And there are people making them. I, I think I saw like Sprint or somebody. Um, I, I should I should re retract that because I'm not sure. There's a couple of companies making the 5G phone. The networks, uh, many of the networks are already built and serving across the country. I think Sprint and Verizon are both up and running. And for some some of you folks who are not really paying attention too much to the 5G phenomenon. Um, I've read quite a bit about it, and it breaks down to, in its, if I could describe it in its most simplistic form, you're not going to be able to really do too much without 5G in the next couple of years. Um, our lifestyles are going to change so much. There's going to be no more of this looking at a YouTube you know, video, trying to render on your phone, and this circle is spinning, and you're waiting. Those, that stuff is going to be gone because... Um, the 5G, its um, technology has been so meticulously crafted that we won't have any, you won't have drop calls anymore. All that stuff is going to go by the wayside. It's like really a spectacular technology. It takes like the 4G and makes it look like the dinosaur days comparatively. And as far as AI, artificial intelligence, um, 
you've probably heard a lot about the self-driving cars that are coming faster than you can imagine. Some of the top players in this field, GM, VW, Ford, Google Car. Did you know Google Car? I had no idea Google had a car business. Waymo, Elon Musk, of course, Tesla, Tesla Autopilot, and... Um, there's a Volks, you know, I've heard also Volkswagens in it, Daimler Bosch, Baidu, Toyota, Renault, Nissan, Mitsubishi Alliance, but uh, also Uber and um, of course, Jeff, Jeff Bezos got to be in on this, right? Amazon, um, they will have self-driving cars delivering your product right to your house, I bet. Um, all these technology, these advances, uh, they're coming so quickly, like exponentially, we're growing too fast now. So just getting back to the uh, 5G, um, it's been said that it's it's like um, a thousand times faster than 4G. I've heard three times as fast. I've heard a thousand times faster. I don't really know, but it's supposed to be almost like an uninterruptible signal, hence the AI self-driving cars. The reason we can have these self-driving vehicles now is because the electronics are so advanced that there's going to be very few accidents. And what will that do to insurance rates? I keep thinking about insurance rates are going to plunge. They're going to get so cheap because the reason we have accidents like 90% of the time, probably more than that, is people are texting and they're not paying attention. And something stupid happens and there's a big pileup on the side of the road. So we're going to have a lot of that will be done away with in time as this, this advanced technology will take over on the highways for us, saving lives. And can you imagine, like, I, I like driving, you know, and I like driving um, through a bunch of different states. I think a lot and I, I write and I, I like to listen to podcasts. I like to you know, engage my brain, think about a new album, whatever it is, but you'll be able to kick back and work on your laptop, play some music, stretch out, take a nap, pick up your guitar, write some songs while you're driving. I think it's going to be absolutely cool. I can't wait for this. It's going to be another adventure. Don't you just love adventures? What about TV? You know, I moved to uh, Nashville in August, and um, I still have not put up my big, beautiful 55-inch Panasonic high-def plasma TV. <laughs> um, just been real busy, and I kind of like being without it. Um, it's just, it's a distraction, you know, and I just don't have time, it seems. I'm so busy doing other things, but um, I started just poking around, seeing like, what's going on with TV? I bought the Roku, like last time I had it hooked up, which was like six months, seven months ago, whatever. And uh, I like that. I like the Roku because it has access to, you can hook up whatever you want, you know, YouTube or Netflix or whatever you're you're going for. But I started poking around, checking out like, who's who's the hot you know, TV streaming service. Like, what are you guys listening to these days? I dug up all this stuff. Have you heard about, here's the best alternatives to cable. I'm going to read them off to you because um, it seems a lot of people are bailing out of the cable uh, realm. People don't want to be paying a high cost for cable TV um, if there's all these other alternatives. It seems like everybody's getting in on TV. Amazon's in on it and um, all these other, 
I haven't heard of some of these, but best alternatives to cable, I'll read them off to you. They're in order here. Number one, Philo. Number two, Hulu. Three, Fubo TV. Number four, ESPN Plus. Then Sling TV is number five. Number six is Amazon Prime Video. Seven is Voodoo. Then you have number eight, local networks with an antenna. And you've heard about that. You can go buy just a regular old flat antenna, put it on the wall, and you can pick up most of the um, regular um, local stations for free, of course. Number nine, television channels online. Number 10, YouTube. 11, Netflix. 12, premium channel online subscriptions. 13, AT&T TV now. Then there's PlayStation VUE, and then 15, the local library, whatever that means. Um, so it looks like Philo is like a new player on the video streaming scene, and they offer one package, 58 channels for $20 a month. And those channels include A&E, AMC, BBC America, Comedy Central, Discover Channel, Discovery Channel, Food Network, Hallmark Channel, HGTV, Lifetime, MTV, Nickelodeon, and many more. Never heard of them until now. Uh, price is 20 bucks, 58 channels, free trial for seven days. And then the next one is Hulu. Now, I've heard of this one, and the price ranges from $6 to $55 uh, per month. So the basic is an ad-supported, on-demand content. That's 6 bucks. If you want no ads, ad-free, on-demand content is $12. Then you could get a bundle for ad-supported, on-demand content, plus Disney, plus ESPN, and live sports for $13. And then the last one is live TV, 60-plus live channels, ad-supported, on-demand content, content, and then that's for $55. Bucks. So there's a war on here for uh, everybody is competing for your monthly dollars. Um, what's the next one? ESPN Plus. I'm not going to go into all of these, but um, what do they what do they charge? Forty nine ninety nine. That's a yearly plan. Yeah. Wow. ESPN Plus is forty nine ninety nine for a year. It's less than $4.17 a month. They have on a UFC pay-per-view a deep discount for new and existing subscribers. I'd like that. I do like the US, UFC. Uh, Sling TV, you guys have heard of this. 25 bucks, 30 channels. Uh, Amazon Prime Video, $9. Voodoo is, how much is Voodoo? I'd never heard of Voodoo before I read this article. Um, free trial, none. Price, it says varies. <laughs> I like that. Varies. So I, I guess you could pay a dollar or you could pay a thousand a month. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Then uh, television channels online, $6. YouTube, $12 for a premium subscription. Uh, $50 TV. I don't know what that means. Netflix is between 9 and $16. Premium channel online, $9 to $15. AT&T TV now, $45 to $125. And then PlayStation View, $45 to $90. So I, I don't know. It's like, 
I mean, the sky's the limit. I don't know. I guess you'd have to go through and read a bunch of reviews to see who's like really got something that you like. But man, the options are out there. I just read like, what, 15 or something uh, options that you have for your TV service. Um, I really don't, as I said, I don't really, um, haven't had a chance to get in. Sometimes I miss it. You know, there's a couple times where I said, you know, I'd like to just sit down and watch a movie on the big screen. But then, you know, 10 minutes later, I have a guitar in my hand or I'm working on a podcast or something and I kind of forget about it. But anyway, that's what's happening on the TV streaming scene. All right, I, sometimes you just need a rock groove, you know, just kind of to make you feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got that, I got that. So I wanted to just follow, finish up this podcast with one last little recommendation that I discovered just this past week or two, and I really uh, thought this was noteworthy and worth mentioning um, with all the piracy that is going on, and um, people are stealing each other's information um, I heard a, there was a story floated out there about, I mentioned Jeff Bezos earlier, that somebody in the Middle East um, sent him a video, I think on his phone, and it had malware attached to it. And it went in and lifted very private and personal things off of his phone. And um, I don't know where this thing left off. I don't know what's going on with it. But um, I heard it was something embarrassing or some something. But it's like they've figured out a way to get all your information. So you got to be really, really careful. And so I'm, I'm shoring up my game. Um, I really worry about passwords, your financial information, things like that that are being transmitted from your phone or your computer. So anyway, I want to just share this. I picked up this up from uh, Tim Ferriss listening to one of his recent episodes, and it's called Brave.com, B-R-A-V-E-D, no, B-R-A-V-E.com. And it has like advanced um, firewalls, and you can even go into like a super private window. It's like uh, Brave with Tor, they call it, T-O-R-E, I think it is. And you can you can open up another window that is so private, but just the, the regular window alone stops all of the Trojan horses, all of the uh, following you around and plastering your 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 email address with ads. It takes all that away. It it puts up barriers, so people cannot keep spamming you and loading up your um you know your your computer gets bloated with all these files. And all of a sudden, it's like, what happened to my my RAM is like cooked, like my computer's so slow or whatever. So it does all that for you. And if you want like private windows for if you're doing something with your, you know, for me, it's like, I, I'm going to do this with my financials all the time now because I, I put it on my, my uh, MacBook Pro because I use that out a lot. And if you're going into some of your, uh, whether it's your banking or paying your mortgage or whatever you're doing, you can go into a private window 
that it will not record any of the keystrokes. It will not allow any malware viruses. It, it does all these really cool things. So I would just um, counsel you guys to check it out, brave.com. I'm not, you know, they're not a sponsor of mine or anything. I don't get anything for recommending it. I just think it's really, really cool. And it's a time to be safe because there's maniacs all over the place that all they do all day long is send out these attacks and fish for information. They can get into your address book. They can lift, you know, passwords and get into your, your information. So please do that uh, just for your own safety and your own peace of mind. Oh, and one more footnote. I, this is important because if you're on like a Chrome browser where you've got all of your sites and everything stored, when you download this Brave, it just, it brings everything over. So it you don't have to like go and reload every single thing. You may have to put in some passwords and things, but everything comes over um, seamlessly, which I love. It's like, it's like click and everything's there. It's cool. So that about wraps it up for me today. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed some of this uh, unusual technical content today, but I thought it was... Um, you know, worthwhile to bring some of these things to your attention if uh, you just haven't had a chance to tune in or dig in on any of the things that are happening. Now we're a little bit up to speed, so uh, thanks so much for being here today. And don't forget to go over to the Tarmic Evolution Facebook community page and support the artists on that site. And there's a lot of authors, speakers, and thought leaders who I've, I've had on a lot of um, those type of guests lately, which I've really enjoyed and learned a lot from. Check it all out. It's all on the website for you to enjoy. Um, there's photos, there's videos, there's songs, um, there's press releases, there's things about the authors and speakers, where they're speaking, their bios, anything about them that you want to know is on there along with the podcast episodes. And who's coming out? Um, Carmen Silvestro is coming out this week on the James O'Connor Agency YouTube channel. So check that one out. And of course, don't forget about Alan Stein, DE255 that came out last week, uh, the Kobe Bryant story. He's got a very interesting one there uh, about Kobe, which was fascinating. So that's it for me today. That's a wrap. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, i see you from the stage, but right now, let's tango on. Virgin at a JFK London and to Paris Now we're on our way But we don't need to do The tango, baby We're in Paris What sense would it make? Now we can talk it over In quiet whispers in the Louvre Got a feeling we should make another Tangle, tangle on The tangle's all about the trust 
You'll be there for me and I for you 